Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and thanks once again for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio and Destiny Talk Show. We appreciate the time that you've set aside to come and worship and hear from the Lord. We thank you right now for everything that you do to make this show what it is. And right now, we just want to go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, O God. We magnify your righteous and holy name, Lord. Father, we love you. And we know, God, that you will make a way out of no way. We know, God, that everything works in your time. We know, God, that you would reveal to us the things that we need to know in order to move forward in the things that you've shown us, the promises that you've given to us. And, Father, we just give you praise right now as we move forward by faith, believing that everything you've said, everything you've shown, everything you've promised shall and will come to pass. Father, right now we rebuke every demonic force coming against anything you promised, anything you've spoken, prophesied, or dreamt, we've dreamt, Father, we give you praise right now because we know that you are able and willing to protect us, to give us peace, and we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise right now, Lord God. Thank you, God, for everything you're doing and for everything you're going to do in Jesus' name. When we look at the words, in God's time, we begin to realize that everything we do is already detailed by God. Everything we speak and say should be attentive to what God has spoken and said to us. We're going through rough times. We're going through family problems and personal issues and jobs and finances. So we need to hear from God today. We need the direction of God But the one thing that bothers us or makes us uncomfortable is when we have to realize it's in God's time. The one thing that we need to release to God is knowing it's in his time. So when we say it's in God's time, we're thinking and we're saying to God, but I've prayed, God. And I've done all the things you've asked me to do. I've tithed, I've offered, I've given, God. And I I should be blessed at this point, God. I should be walking according to the promises of prosperity in my life right now, God, and that's not happening. But God said to us that everything is within appointed time. In Habakkuk 2.3, for the vision is not is yet for an appointed time and it hastens to end to the end it will not deceive or disappoint though it tarry wait for it because it will surely come it will not be too far behind or won't be too much coming to us and that's where in this day and time We, our blockage is when it comes to giving God praise and giving him glory and worshiping God. 
is waiting for that vision at the appointed time. And God is saying to us, though it may tarry, we have to understand that God is still on the throne. He's still looking out for us. We're frustrated. We're irritated. We're getting angry. We're just snappy. I mean, a lot of emotional highs are going on in our lives right now. We're not the same person that we used to be when when things become like this because we're not understanding why we're going through the things we're going through. We're not understanding why the breakthrough hasn't come yet. So for us, why should it tarry when I'm praying? Why should it tarry when I'm going before the Lord, when I'm living for him, when I'm seeking his face? And God is saying to us, Though it tarry, it will surely come. And we have to constantly say that to ourselves because when we see tarry, we mean we see delay, we see denial, we see hindrances. But God is saying, though it tarry, your maturity is yet being built. Your word, your word knowledge is yet increasing. Your your dependency on God's to move us out of situation is growing. So there's a lot of things that come out of that tarry. So don't get discouraged in well-doing. Don't feel like you're left alone and God doesn't care while others around you prosper. It shall and it will come. God has promised it. He has told you, and it's going to come. So we have to keep the faith of Christ. We have to stand when there's nothing to stand on. We have to believe when there's no one else to believe in, to believe with us. God will restore your land. He will restore whatever has been taken or eaten or stolen from you. He will restore. He loves us so, so much. And we have to believe and hold on to what he's saying. Though you cry and though you don't understand and though you're weeping and things don't look the way that they should, please just hold on to the promises of God. Hold on to what he said because he's there. Isaiah says, thus saith the Lord, in an acceptable time have I heard thee. And in a day of salvation have I helped thee. I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of my people to establish the earth, to cause the inherited, the desolate of heritage. God is saying to us in Isaiah 49 and 8, I have heard your prayers. Even though you feel like I haven't because you don't see the manifestation, even though you feel like I haven't, because when you get in your prophetic lines or your prayer lines or whatever it is to confirm and affirm what I've already spoken, you still don't hear it. You feel like I haven't answered you, but I have heard you. And this is what God is saying to us. I have heard you. And he's asking, haven't I helped you in the past? Haven't I done things in the past that would prove to you that even in the present, I will preserve you? 
and I have a covenant with you. We have to remember that we are part of the covenant through Christ Jesus. So God has not forgotten. Though it tarry, it will, it shall, it must come. So though you weep and cry because you don't understand, you may be homeless, foodless, moneyless, clothless, whatever is going on in your life, and you look around and you say there were better times. You look around and say, I thought it would never get to this. You look around and you say, how did I get to this place, God? And I serve you. But we have to remember that the blood of Jesus covers us. And the covenant of Christ guarantees us that the promises of God are ours and that he will hear us even in our darkest of hours. So I need for us to come together in prayer, believing that God is able to perform what he has promised that he has a ram in the bush for us, that when we pray and the only thing is moving is our lips and nobody can understand why we are praying that way and they think something must be wrong with us, that we can look up to heaven and say, God, there's nothing wrong with me, but I am releasing this unto you because I don't understand why I'm in this place. I cry out to my creator. I cry out to the one that solves the problems. He promised that he would preserve me. He promised that he heard my prayers. He promised that he would never leave me nor forsake me. He promised me that when my enemies arise, that when my enemies come, in like a flood, that he would raise a standard. He promised, he promised me that my enemies will be scattered. He promised me. And when you begin to speak like that, the word of God and the covenant and the promises upon your life, then you will get the second wind of power from the Holy Spirit. Then you will begin to get that second wind of peace that surpasses all of our understanding. So wherever you are in life today, count it all joy because you have Life in Christ Jesus. So what is it that we're going through today? And we have not completely laid it upon the altar. We have not completely given it over to the Lord. When the enemy comes up against you, when the enemy plots against you, when You don't see the restoration that should come in your life. God is saying, hold on, though it tarry, 
it will come. The Bible lets us know in Daniel 10, 18, again, the one who looked like a man touched me and gave me strength. Do not be afraid. You who are highly esteemed, he said, peace, be strong now, be strong. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, speak, my Lord, since you have given me strength. God wants to renew your strength in this situation. God wants you to focus on him. He wants to come to you through his spirit and give you the peace that you deserve in this time of turmoil, in this time of need. He sees everything. He knows everything. Even when you say, God, I am strong, he reads your heart and sees that you're weak. And he will come in and give you the strength of the Holy Spirit. And then you yourself won't even know where that came from. But you'll know that it's the presence of God. He said, now that you've given me strength, speak, my Lord. So when God gives us that extra kick of strength, that means he has a revelation he wants to reveal to us. That means he has a direction that he needs us to take. But when we're in that defeated mode, when we're in that defeated mindset, how can he strengthen us? How can God renew our strength when we're beating down the strength that he's trying to give? So when you release yourself to the spirit of the Lord and you say unto God, I give this to you. Give me your strength. And he comes in and he gives you that strength. Now it's time for him to speak another direction for you or to remind you of the direction he's already given to you. Verse 20, so he said to me, do you know why I have come to you? Soon I'll return to fight against the prince of Persia. When I go, the prince of Persia will come, but first I will tell you what is written in the book of truth. We have to believe And we have to know the word of God because he's going to come and speak to us according to his word. He's going to come and speak to us according to his word. So always hold on tight to the word of God. That is your second wind. That's your second breath. That's your second knowledge. Hold on to that word. God is here for us in God's time. Things are going to take fold for us. In God's time, things are going to work out. Also in Daniel 12, he said, then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come to respond to them. But the prince of Persia, the kingdom, resisted me 21 days. 
Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. And now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future. For the vision concerns a time yet to come. Which means when he delivered this message, even though he was held up 21 days, he was not late. Because he said it's still for a time to come. So he's letting us know that even though we feel like God is coming late, delayed, denied, God is saying it will not be. It shall come. It's not late, but God is due on this date. It's due on that date. I got to get here. It will not be denied you. Because he said, I've heard your prayer the first time. And I came to give you the answer. But because of the king of Persia, I was held up to give you the answer. So that lets us know, don't give up. Don't be discouraged or dismayed. Because God heard you, and he has your answer. God heard you, and he he has your answer. So we have to hold on. We got to hold on. Because it's in God's time. We don't understand why. We don't understand. All we know is we need it. It's got to happen. Things have got to change. The only thing we understand is we don't know why we're in the situation we're in. We don't know why things happen the way that they do. But we have to hold fast to the word of God. We have to hold fast to his promises, to his covenant with us. God is not a man that he should lie. Hold on to what he has promised you, even through your tears, even through your not understanding, even through family and friends looking at you like you're defeated, even though people may say cruel and mean things about you or around you or behind your back, even though people may make you feel bad concerning your situation, Hold on because God has heard you. Hold on because the answer is coming. Hold on because he's not going to leave you nor forsake you. No matter what man says about you, God sees the better of you. No matter what man complains about you, God knows your heart and that you're working hard to get where you have to be. God knows you. He created you. So every time a tear falls from your eyes because you're looking at your home or your family or your children or your whatever is going on in your life and you cry and you try to hold back those tears, God said, I've heard you. I've preserved you. I'm here to answer you, and it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Though it tarry, it shall come to pass. So don't feel bad because you have to cry. Don't feel bad because you don't understand. 
our mind and our emotions was not equipped or, or is not equipped to understand the heavenly realm. Because we are flesh, we don't understand spiritual. So in order to understand those things that are spiritual, we have to go into the spirit realm. And if we never go into the spirit realm, then how do we know the promises and the covenant of God for our lives? How do we know that we have a God that is not ever going to be defeated, will never lie to us, will never give us a bad plan or a bad direction, will never misguide us or mislead us or put us in situations without bringing us out? How do you know? this God that you serve, unless you tap into the spirituals of who he really is in your life. To have an overview of God is shortchanging your growth in Christ. But to actually get into the word of God and be able to say, I know my Redeemer lives. I know the God that I serve. That helps the tears to not pour so hard. That helps the tears to not come so often. Because when you know who you serve, then you wonder why you're not crying. You wonder why you're not stressed out. You wonder why you're not doubting God. When you know your God. So when the tears begin to come, don't feel bad, but encourage yourself in the word. Encourage yourself through the Holy Spirit. God said, I am coming. I have preserved you. Whatever is going on, he got, he's got your back. So hold on to the promises of God. You are not defeated. You are not cast down or cast out. Though it tarry, in God's time it will surely come. In God's time it will surely come. In an acceptable and favorable time I have heard and answered you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. And I will preserve you and give you the covenant to my people. Understand that you are a part of that covenant through Christ Jesus. The Lord loves us. He cares for us. And he wants the best for us. But we have to believe and know. So whatever you're going through financially, whatever you're going through with the family, job, just know that the promises of God are true, and in his time, it shall and it will come to pass. He's promised it to us. He loves us. He adores us. So if there's anything that you have, just sit down with God and speak to him. Talk to him. Let him know. So we thank you right now for listening to our show. We thank you 
for grabbing hold to the word of God one more time. We thank you for the growth that you have through Christ Jesus. We know that God is able. Let us go through knowing God is able. And that he will reward those that diligently seek him. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. We thank you, O oh God, for everything that you're doing and for everything that you're going to do. Though the vision tarry, God, we know that it shall come. We thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary for us, Lord God. For there's power in the blood, there's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every demonic hold that is upon our lives right now, Lord God. We give you glory, we give you praise, we give you honor, Lord God. We're going to hold on to you and not our emotions. We're going to hold on to you and not our situation. We're going to hold on to you, Lord God, and your word. We ask, God, that you dispatch your angels around your people right now and hug them. Hold them, God. We ask that you dispatch your angels of peace around them, Lord God, and give them that peace as the Holy Spirit comes, Lord God. We ask, oh God, that you just begin to move their lives in miracles, signs, and wonders, Lord God, that they may know that you are there for them, that they may know, oh God, that you are the God that they serve and that they love and that they worship. Father, we give you praise and glory and honor right now because we know that you would never leave us nor forsake us. We magnify your holy and righteous name. You are worthy of all of our praise. We thank you in Jesus' name. Well, we thank you for another show today, guys. We ask that you just email us if you need any prayer requests, if you just want to talk and have a conversation. Know that Destiny Talk is always here. The email is mkpinkney at yahoo.com. That's P-I-N-K-N-E-Y at Yahoo. Always um, open for discussion, always open to hear from you. So just give us an email, shout out. Let us know that you enjoy the show and that God blesses you through it. And you have a great week in Jesus' name.